14 minutes after 8 o'clock Thursday morning. And so it's time for Taste Test Thursday here on 95.3 DNH. I'm your host, Adam Owens. And every Thursday we bring in a guest to talk about their life, their work, and their taste in food, among other things. It's very fun. We get to meet all kinds of people from the neighborhood. And today I'm very excited to bring in a guest who was gracious enough to come in on the holiday Ashok Devecha. Ashok, good morning. Good morning. And nice to have you in. Thanks for coming in. Gracious is an interesting <laughs> word to use. <laughs> we throw around some big words yeah. at the station, you know. Benevolent sometimes. I don't know. Roped in might be a, a way to describe it. As well. no, I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Kicking and screaming. As I was telling you, the first time I've actually been on the air on any of our radio stations. No. Yep. Really? 14 radio stations. And this is your first time on the air? We like our listeners, and I tell people we try not to subject themselves to me and my uh, macabre, strange, and hopefully uh, uh, appropriate humor today. Well, Ashok, you're, you're a pretty good dude. I've gotten to know you a little bit over the years, yeah. but I'm excited to, to, to let everybody else get to know you today. Um, so, Ashok, your position at Bold Gold Media, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, business manager? Yes, I'm the business manager for the company. Is that as exciting as it sounds? Uh, it depends on your definition. Of <laughs> yes and no. Yes. You know, the, the fun thing about being a business manager is I literally can have my hands in pretty much anything uh, from, you, you know, the radio stations are a business, right? Sure. So we do all have all the business requirements at any business, whether you're a, a restaurant or an accounting firm or what, yeah. in terms of HR, insurance, corporate health. Uh, 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 you, know, you know, accounting. I'm dealing with the accountants, things like that, yep. payroll. But uh, y you know, I'm in the parades. You know, fireworks, which we're going to talk about yeah. uh, for a little bit. I've dug ditches when we have to dig ditches. <laughs> I'm helping out the engineer. Yeah, uh, and going to uh, to uh, running uh, to the towers. To the towers. I've shoveled snow off the roof before. Yep. Um, that was fun. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, we're, we're as you know, as we were talking earlier, you know, everybody at any radio station, especially the small and medium sized ones across the country, mm -hmm. you ask any of them, you go, you know, they go, we wear a lot of hats. I sure. mean, the DJs, the the sales folks, uh, you, you name it, we all do a little bit of everything. You dressed up as uh, Freddy from the Scooby Doo Mystery Gang and and drove the drove the truck for Halloween parade once too. I remember. I, right? I get roped into a lot of stuff. <laughs> roped yes. in is the yeah, roped, roped in, in the Ashok yeah. Devacha story. Yes. So let's actually tell the Ashok Devecha story starting at sort of square one. Um, uh, where did where did you grow up? Are you from this neck of the woods? I, I am not. Uh, uh, I, I, believe it or not, I, I was born in Inglewood, California, which is oh. where my parents met. Okay, um, but I the, I moved to um, the suburbs of Philadelphia when I was six years old. Uh, and grew up in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, which for people who are familiar with Valley Forge Park or King of Prussia Mall, mm -hmm. Phoenixville is right basically there. Uh, and uh, uh, Devecha, D-I-V-E-C-H-A? Correct, yes. Uh, what's, the, what's the ethnicity, the background behind the uh, name? It is Indian. So my father's from India. Oh. He was born in uh, Bombay, now called Mumbai. Okay. Um, immigrated here in the late uh, 50s, went to college in state. Cool. Uh, and then my, my mom's American. She's, you know, I'm, I'm basically on my dad's side, uh, uh, you know, first generation from India. And then my mom's side, we can trace our relatives all the way back to the Mayflower. Cool. So, no, so, so, so when you were growing up, I um, was, uh, what's the language? Hindi, right? H Hindi is the predominant uh, kind of umbrella language, but there are hundreds of different dialects. Uh, we are ethnically Gujarati, at least okay. that's my understanding, so I'm told. Okay. Uh, and then the language is Gujarati. Oh, so it's like it's, it's like a sub-dialect of Hindi. Correct, yes. India is a India is a big country. Big country. A lot it's of people. the most populated uh, country in the world, uh, most densely populated. Yep. China's the most populated, but in terms of people, uh, per, people square per square mile. Per square inch, yeah. Right, yeah there, there's, uh, th there's more people. PPSI, uh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, so, for instance, the Indian parliament um, mm. conducts all its business in English because they, they couldn't do it in... They couldn't you know, wrangle all the, those dialects The, the southern dialect of India is 
different enough from the northern dialect in India that there would just be language barriers. Well, so did you speak any of it growing up in the house, or was it all English? Dad speaks English. It's all English. Okay, cool. And then, um, and so when you're so high, high school, uh, did you jump? Did you jump straight from high school to college to what? How did that work out for you? Yeah, so I, I went to Penn State University, University Park, right out of high school. Uh, yeah, right out of high school. Okay. Um, uh, didn't have much of a choice if my parents are going to college. Ah, okay. <laughs> they say um, you're going to good. college, kid. Yeah. yeah. What did you What did you go for? Uh, I'm a, I have a degree in political science and a minor in business and a minor in military studies. So political. What does one typically do with a political science degree? Uh, you. Go to work at a fast food restaurant flipping <laughs> burgers, uh, uh, and you go to grad school. Okay, uh, you know, you know, it's one of those. It's it's one of those, or or you just go to general entry work somewhere. But but you know, you kind of go to grad school. Okay, you know? and but but you actually uh, straight out of college, you kind of you went into the Air Force. Is that right? Yes, I was a um, ROTC Air Force ROTC cadet. Uh, so, wait wait wait, what's RO is what's ROTC? Reserve Officer Training Corps. So um, each branch of the military has, uh, you, you know, in colleges that will uh, have the programs, which a lot of them do. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's really a kind of a four year program that's a part of the university. So it's, you have a credit; it's accredited oh. within the university. The, uh -huh. the, the military officers that teach it are actually um, part of the uh, part of the part of the school as well. So they're considered on the faculty, despite the fact that they're active duty military members. Uh, and you're go you're you're going through officer training courses while you're in college. While you're in college, yes. Oh. So so there's three commissioning sources for the military. Everybody knows about West Point or the Air Force Academy, the Naval Academy. Those okay. are prestigious ones. Very hard to get into. Okay. The owner of this company, Vince Benedetto, yes. is an Air Force Academy graduate. We spoke to Vince about a month yes. ago. I want to say. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm an ROTC. So so. So uh, I don't want I don't want to say we're the redheaded stepchild children <laughs> of the commissioning process because it depends who you talk to. Uh, I would say that the, uh, the the academy grads. You, 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 well, I'm not going to say the academy grads since I work for one. Um, uh, and they're smart. They're smart. Yeah, the ROTC yeah, kids are smart yeah. anyway. And then there's also something called OCS, which is the Officer Training Corps or, uh, or Officer Training School, I should say, uh, which is for uh, typically enlisted ranks who are currently enlisted and want to get uh, commissioned as an officer. They can oh. also go to the academy if they're accepted. They can also just enroll in a four-year degree after their their time is up and do ROTC as right. well. Right, so to be an officer, you you need a, a degree, is that you right? Need, you need a, a four-year degree, um, bachelor's uh, at least, and uh, you have to go through one of those three commissioning sources. Got it. Okay, so so right out of college with four, you did four years of ROTC? Yeah, it's four years. Okay, so four years of ROTC under your belt into the Air Force. Now, you were active duty with the Air Force for how long? I did seven years of active duty service. And what were you, what were you doing in the Air Force? Uh, I was, I'm what's called an air battle manager, and uh, uh, it's, it's kind of complicated. It's sort of like an air traffic controller in the skies or in the ground, except our job is, uh, is not to keep aircraft separated. It's to kind of bring them together. Vector them in on uh, targets Vector them on targets, uh, whether it be air-to-air -air targets, air-to-ground targets. We manage the air refueling plans, and we'll bring them to the air refueling tankers, things like that. So it's air traffic control when the fight breaks out. That's correct. Something yes. like that. Yeah. Well, is that as exciting as it sounds? It is. Um, y yes, it is. Uh, it is extremely stressful when when it's um, when you have a lot of assets in the air, like after 9/11 when we were over Afghanistan and um, uh, during the first um, or second uh, Gulf War. But does this all happen like from a chair in an office somewhere? It can now with satellites, uh, but no. Uh, you know, I was on an aircraft called uh, E3 Century. It's called AWACS, big big Boeing 707 airframe with a big radar uh, on top. The big top. disc on top big looks like a flying saucer, yes. kind of right. Yes. And that, that's like a radar. That is a radar. Okay, yes. uh, uh, a big radar. Uh, you know, gives us this big 360 degree picture uh, of the sky, and then obviously we're flying the the aircraft to get as close to. Um, 
uh, the areas we can so we have an without getting too close without getting too close right. we get a, a, a good uh, surveillance picture also within radio range to talk to the aircraft yep uh and then we're we're uh you know we're kind of rocking and rolling just you know directing uh uh you know the fighters and all kinds of aircraft to their targets and giving them a picture of what's in the sky keeping them away from other fr friendly aircraft yep. and look you know when i was in afghanistan uh, I would take out of uh, take off out of a uh, uh, an air base in uh, Oman. Okay. Uh, Thumbraid Air Base in Oman, British Air Base. It was a four hour flight into Afghani airspace just to get to work. Basically, just to get to work, we we would have to uh, do an airborne air refueling there. Eight hour mission, Oof. and then a four hour flight back. So Oof. it was at least a sixteen hour day uh, that we flew every three days, uh, and it was a twenty four hour mission. So there were three there were three AWACS that flew every every day, and if one of them was delayed, you may have a seventeen or eighteen hour mission. Wow! It was it was a bit not mind numbing, and it was a hectic mission. We had hundreds of aircraft uh, at any given time. Uh, in that airspace, doing various things between dropping bombs, uh, doing refueling, and doing intelligence collection and things like that. So you're, so you're. This was in in Afghanistan, in primarily. Afghanistan, so yeah. I'm just thinking back, like you know, all the all the all the movies that I've seen: World War II, Vietnam, uh, Top Gun, a lot of air to air dogfighting. Yep. But in Af you know, Afghanistan didn't didn't there wasn't a, a Taliban air force. They no. they weren't sending planes up against our fighter no. jets, right? No. So and we, we you know we, we talked about this a little bit earlier. You know the 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 nature of of uh, uh, particularly air warfare after 9/11 changed in terms of how we were uh, we, we were uh, using our forces. Uh, like I said, Afghan Afghanistan didn't have an air force. We had air superiority. We showed up. There was no air threat. Right. You know, I was like, what are we doing here? Uh, uh, we're talking to the guys, the special forces and army um, units on the ground. And getting them uh, air support. So when they're engaged with uh, the Taliban, they're, and they're cornered, and they need they're cornered. And you know, hey, I need I need bombs here now. Yep. We're saying F sixteen. Really, we actually we didn't have any Air Force air assets. They're all Navy assets coming off of carriers. Uh, F fourteen, F eighteen. Go here. Uh, contact this guy in the ground. He's going to direct you where to drop bombs. Whoa. And we we had situations where we were on. We would hear the radio from the special forces guys. I remember one call sign Snake one one calling us, and he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the controller. But he uh, he said, uh, you know, I, I need close air support now. Uh, we're we're getting overrun. We're falling back to our secondary position, and they were saying we could hear them getting shot at. <laughs> so and we had the aircraft kind of further south in the airspace. We had to literally uh, link a, a, a fighter and some other planes up to an air refueling aircraft, have them because they were low on gas, yep. refuel and get drug up to uh, that Ref portion. Of the refueling airspace, in the right direction. In the basically. right direction. Oh. Drop off and. and Drop bomb. We had uh, we had some bombers that came back that came back without any bombs, they, oh. and they were they were dropping a lot of stuff. But but it was the, the nature of the uh, the nature of the battle, and it was kind of this new space where we were kind of used to, as you were saying, air to air, doing air to air, and now we had to learn uh, this air to ground mission. That it's not that we didn't know it; is we didn't practice it as much, and this was a very asymmetric, non traditional situation where you know we weren't fighting people uh you know a traditional army in uniform right these are these are these are local these are people guys in pickup trucks guys in pickup trucks and you know on horses or on foot with you know uh rpgs and ak-47s they're not wearing uniforms it's right. not a formal military um it's very it's very clan oriented um uh, different different than different. what yeah. The, the country's military had experienced uh, yes. for for generations. Yeah. Really, and you're not fighting a Russian military in Russian uniforms with a Russian chain of command or something like that, or Chinese or, or even Vietnamese. Quite My frankly. guest on Taste Test Thursday is Ashok Devecha. Ashok is the business manager here at Bold Gold Media. Seven years active duty with the U.S. Air Force and now 13 years with the Air Force Reserves. Right, that's correct. So yes. I want to talk about what that means in just a minute. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to talk about what it means to be part of the reserves. How much of your life that takes away every year. 
Uh, and also, you're involved with the fireworks over Honesdale this year, and also you have been in the past over Lake Wall and Pawpack as part of the radio station, right? Yep, yes. One of the dozens and dozens of hats you wear around here. Yes. All right. My guest, Ashok Tevecha on Taste Test Thursday, and I will be back after a break. Oh, you brought food? Absolutely. You brought something for you? Okay, good. I, can't, I wonder what you brought. Okay, we'll, we'll find out what Ashok brought to share for food on Taste Test Thursday here on 95.3 DNH. Here in the Northeast, it's growing season. You could smell it in the air. It's mowing season. Working the land and loving it. Getting things done and feeling good. This is Kubota country. This is Marshall Machinery. We don't keep up with others. We show them how it's done. At home, on the farm, or work site. When you've got a job that needs to be done with ease and precision, you've got a job for Kubota. Check out the full line of Kubota equipment at Marshall Machinery on Route 652 between Indian Orchard and B. Lake. With the Kubota series of tractors, mowers, and utility vehicles, you can attack any project with power and durability, comfort, and dependability. With your Kubota from Marshall Machinery, you can accomplish almost anything, and they've got great financing available to those who qualify. See if you do, and get the Kubota you've always wanted. Marshall Machinery on Route 652 between Beach Lake and Indian Orchard. Kubota at Marshall Machinery. Kubota! Are you tired of your dentures? Do you find they flop around in your mouth when you speak, stick to the roof of your mouth, or even make you gag? Now you can bite, taste, chew, laugh, and speak with no worries with Snap-on Dentures at Honesdale Family and Implant Dentistry. Snap-on Dentures are different than traditional dentures. They are anchored to implant posts, making them more stable. They don't cover your palate, and they won't slip or slide when you eat or speak. And even better, you will actually be able to eat and taste the delicious foods you've missed, like steak and corn on the cob. You'll have more confidence, find them easier to maintain, and they'll improve your quality of life. If you're interested in restoring your teeth with dentures, but don't like the discomfort of traditional dentures, Snap-on Dentures may be a good fit for you. Give me a call, Dr. David Boldish, at Honesdale Family and Implant Dentistry today for a complimentary consultation. 570-253-0715, located at 1325 North Main Street, Honesdale. Coffee lovers, Tulpahawken Mountain Spring Waters Mountainside Coffee is here, providing 100% Colombian coffee for business and home. Their roaster has over 35 years' experience. And in addition to assorted teas, even hot chocolate will be delivered right to your door. There's never a fee for equipment, and delivery is free. Visit them online for more at tulpahawkenwater.com or stop by the plant on Route 11 just outside Northumberland. Tulpahawken, clean, clear water. Water. It can go from a drip to a flood. But the best water comes from your Tulpahawken delivery. Tulpahawken Mountain Spring Water is nature's finest drink. It's a great way to stay hydrated and keep yourself healthy. Tulpahawken will deliver yours free to your business or home. Tulpahawken Clean Clear Water. Online at tulpahawkenwater.com. Tulpahawken Hey, I'm Adam Owens. And I'm Michael G. Michael, I have an exciting new feature to show you. You're going to want to check this out. Oh, yeah? What's that? Well, some of our advertisers have been asking for us to take their businesses to new places. Uh-huh. And so I built this rig uh-huh. that will let us transport them to the beach. Your margarita, sir. Whoa, oh, man, salt-rimmed and everything. I like it. Or an amusement park. Whoa! I love roller coasters. So, hey, there's no line for the loop de loop. Let's go. Sure, but first, let's check out outer space. 
You're kidding me! I, I can see my house from here. Oh, I can see your house too. I can see the whole world and it's... It's just so beautiful. It sure is, Michael. And now we can take our advertisers to new heights like this. So, if you've ever wanted to bring your business to the beach or the amusement park or, or even outer space, call us at Bold Gold Media Group and we'll help you get started. Call 570-253-1616. Now, Adam, outer space is cool and everything, but... I know, I know. Yeah! Buy me some cotton candy and watch me on the carousel, and then I, I want a corn dog, too. Can, can you win me a stuffed animal? And a, can we... 95.3 DMH. We're back on Taste Test Thursday here this morning on 95.3. I'm Adam Owens, your host, and my guest on the show this morning for Taste Test is Ashok Devecha, uh, business manager here at Bold Gold Media Group. How, how many stations in the, in the group now, Ashok? We have 14 uh, full-power AM and FM stations. Hot dog. Wow. That's a lot. That is. <laughs> and you're, and you, you know, it all kind of comes and goes through you a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So all the acquisitions I'm working on. Uh, and our stations are, you know, all the way from Sullivan County, New York, uh, with Thunder 102 and VOS and SUL, all the way down to Columbia County, uh, Berwick, essentially, or Bloomsburg. You can pick us up in parts of New Jersey, I think. Is that you can? I think you can. Yeah, yes, I think so yep. too. Mm-hmm. And radio F- FM is a lot about altitude too. If you get up on a mountain, you could pick us up in some pretty crazy yep. places. Line of sight. Yep. Yeah, line mm-hmm. of sight. So um, Ashok also spent seven years active duty in the United States Air Force uh, Major. Your rank is that right? I've I've made it to the rank of major. Major yes. Devacha. There's there's jokes in there somewhere. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but we won't yeah, we won't quite yeah. go there. Well, thank you by the way for your service, Ashok. Thank you very much, and, and on and on a day like today too, right? And thank you for coming in on the holiday, buddy. Like I said, I got roped in, but yeah, no, no, I'm glad this is fun. I'm glad I came in. Um, now, now, so seven years active duty, and then 13 years reserve duty. So after your active duty was done, you're, you're you could just say, all right, I'm done. That's it. I'm going to go on and live a you know a, what a civilian life, right? Yeah. But instead, you stayed in the reserves. Now, what's the what's the story with that? So, so uh, I'm what's called an uh, I'm in the United States Air Force Reserves. I'm what's called an individual mobilization augmentee, an IMA. IMAs. Uh, are unlike traditional reservists who do the you know the one weekend a month two mo- two weekends a year. That's and, what you hear, right? Yeah, and drill with an actual reserve unit. IMAs are attached to an active duty military unit. Oh. I have a great gig. So when I was getting at, when I was separating from uh, active duty service, uh, you, you have all these mandatory briefings you have to go to through separation to transition into civilian life. Yeah, I, I knew I was coming to work for Bold Gold. I happen to be a partner in this company. Um, uh, so I was like, oh, look, I love being in the military and I really did. Uh, and I actually loved the deployment part. It was starting to get the paperwork and bureaucracy stuff. I, I wasn't as crazy about it at the time I was a captain. Okay. Um, uh, but you had to go to a reserve recruiter and I was stationed in Germany at the time. Uh, and the Germ- the re- recruiter goes, you haven't heard about the IMA program? And I said, no. And he goes, well, I have this great job. It's at the United States European head, uh, command headquarters. Uh, it's something called an EPOC, uh, which is the uh, UCOM Plan and Operations Center. And I go, what's an EPOC? She goes, I don't know. But it's a great gig. Uh, the Air Force will send you back to Germany for two months every year, and you, you work on the staff. And I go, well, I don't know anything about being on the staff. I'm an operational guy. I literally just got back from Afghanistan. Uh, but I suddenly think about it. I talked to my commander. I said, do you know what an EPOC is? And he goes, not really. Uh, and I talked to Vince Benedetto, the owner of the company, yeah. who's an Air Force, you know, just got out of the Air Force a couple years prior to me. Uh, and he goes, well, if you want to do it, go for it. Uh, so I did. Uh, so for, for two months every year, uh, I go to Stuttgart, Germany, to the European Command uh, headquarters. Essentially, uh, we're responsible for all the military activity in the European theater, U.S. military activity in the okay. U.S. 
uh, European oh, of, theater. Of which there's not a whole lot presently, but there, well, there is yeah, some, I'm uh, sure, there, right? There's, there's quite a bit. So, okay, okay. So remember, this is a part, we're a part of NATO. Yep, oh, um, right, okay. Uh, uh, so our commander, the UCOM commander, uh, is a dual-hatted position. So he, uh, by, by, by treaty regulation law, whatever it would be, I guess it's treaty, um, is also the NATO Supreme Allied Commander. So, so he runs both our command. Oh. Um, and I say he because it's been a he, he or she, but it's right. a, uh, he. Um, and also uh, uh, NATO, the NATO as well. Whoa. So he has actually a, t- a three-star deputy who runs the day-to-day operations of the, uh, the UCOM headquarters. Uh, but, but, we do, but you know, we do training with uh, our partner nations, uh, bilateral and multilateral training. We also, uh, look, when Benghazi happened, we were supporting uh, AFRICOM, the African command, yep. with assets. Uh, you, you know, there's all kinds of things, you know, in terms of, you know, what Russia, I can't, you know, I don't want to go into too much, but too much, right? in Eastern Europe, uh, and, and, and counterterrorism activities, uh, foreign flow of fighter, uh, activities. So as, as refugees and people are streaming out of Northern Africa and Syria and parts of the Middle East, yep. uh, many of them are, are indeed legitimate refugees, but yeah. there are also terrorist cells that come through and, uh, you know, we're working with partner nations, their militaries, their intelligence services to, uh, to, to, to counter those threats. Wow. So it's interesting. And I, I so, so I'm a planner. I, so, I kind of help plan that. Stuff. And so, so rather than year round and rather than one weekend a month, two weeks a year or whatever, mm-hmm. it's sort of just a two month chunk every year for yes, you. I disappear from here for two months and go my, my German holidays. And, everybody thinks. And, and, and I, and you know, Vince, Vince Benedetto are the, the president of the company, very understanding and accommodating and, and certainly yes. appreciative of mm-hmm. your efforts yes. uh, and anybody's efforts in, in, yeah. in the U S armed forces. And, and again, today I say thank you to everybody who's serving our country. Um, there are a handful of opportunities through the year when we can sort of specifically thank people, but really every day I think yeah. it's, it's a good idea to thank people for their service. It, it, it is. And, you know, and not just – look, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, there's certainly the military aspect and the folks that go and deploy overseas and yeah. train every day. And, and a lot of us love it. You know, it's not fun to be away from families and loved ones, but this is – you know, it's what we do go to do. Uh, so we love doing our service. So you always hear from military members, and I think it myself. It's always awkward when people say that. But and then I think about what about the cops who go oh, to yeah. work every day? This is what they do every day. Yep, it's their profession, and they've chosen to do it. And they, you know, yesterday I think or a couple of days ago, the um, uh, one of those New York City first responders had passed away. He was one of the guys lobbying in, in Washington D.C. for the funds, and he had just passed away. And I was thinking about the fact that. You know, some of these guys, like you know, when bad things happen, they're technically civilians, but they've chosen a profession as, as a cop or a firefighter or an ambulance medic or even a you know, mental health professional. Yeah. And they, they have to show up. And like the, these guys at 9-11 were digging through toxic rubble to clear it because we, they were basically saying no one messes with New York. Yeah. No one messes with the United States. Anybody and who, if you do, we're going to clean it up, rebuild it, and we're going to go find you. We're going to go get you. <laughs> Anybody you know, who runs towards the fight exactly. is like, yeah. Is remarkable. Yes, I completely agree. Um, all right, Ashok, I want to take a, uh, a change gears here a little bit, if it's okay. Uh, we're going to, let's see, look at the clock here. Okay, we're going to, I want to see what you brought in for food, because this is sitting on the table here. It's been here for a minute, and I, I sort of think I know what it is. Can I guess? Yes, you is, can. This is, um, this is Indian food. This is correct, yes. Okay, uh, I see what I, like a snack mix, and I see something that looks like, I think is a samosa. That is correct. So, okay, t- tell me what you brought here. What you just said. So, <laughs> oh, okay, explain so, in slightly so two, more two, detail. Two different um, uh, snack mix, mixes and uh, something called samosas, which sounds like mimosas, 
but Ooh. isn't mimosas. Well, I, I think it sounds like Samoa, like the Girl Samoa, Scout cookie. That's true. It's kind of a combination <laughs> of both. But it's, it's neither one of those things. The samosas, um, for probably most people aren't familiar with it. If you go to any res- restaurant, you can order them as an appetizer typically. But they're um, kind of a fried, doughy, um, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 kind of pocket of of um it's like a deep fried hot pocket exactly with with kind of a spicy lentil um uh uh, like smashed lentil mixture inside they're they're very good no i i've had them before and i can't wait so where did these come from did you make these no i didn't (laughs) i I didn't make these uh they came from and i'm actually looking at the menu now uh a place called uh shivram or shivam food which is a a small little mom and pop place in scranton Um, Scranton, believe it or not, has a burgeoning Indian population. I believe it. Uh, uh, and several restaurants, uh, y- y- you know, really from Wilkesbury through the Scranton area. Um, and-, and this happens to be one of them. They do more kind of street snack food. Cool. Uh, which is pretty neat. Um, uh, so they have this. And then I have two different types of essentially a snack mix. It's kind of like uh, Indian trail mix. Yeah. Uh, uh, and-, and it's uh, j- just almost just different spiced kind of fried noodle fried dough typically made from like a chickpea so it'll be it'll be crunchy like but it's crunchy and yeah. sort of flavor spicy Flav- spicy now, is, is indian sweet. food spicy it, yes it, it can be i mean it, it sort of depends uh in the region and how how spicy you want it to be all right uh, it's certainly flavorful and very usually kind of curry forwarded forward and but they also cook with a lot of yogurts and things like that so it, it can depends. often be vegetarian but certainly not always yes uh traditionally you know particularly in the hindu cultures uh yes okay uh, and they don't eat you know meat because cows are considered cows sacred, are sacred. I mean, when i say meat i mean red meat uh cow, cow. so chicken game chicken on. fine mutton sheep oh. you know fish uh you know pork I'm, I'm trying to think. I actually don't. No, I, I don't, I don't think, think so. I've been to Indian restaurants, and I don't think I've seen pork I, I, on the I, menu. I don't believe it either. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But chicken game on. Uh, mutton, mutton game on. Yeah. But beef and uh, yeah. no. No. Fish. Okay. Fish. Absolutely. Fish. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, enough talking about this. I'm hungry. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this microphone. Okay. And I'm going to just flip it right between the two of us. This is our kitchen table microphone. Look at this, huh? That's beautiful. Not bad, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So where do we? I want to start with the snack mix. Yes. Yeah, so, so sweeter. Sweeter. Uh, and then a little hotter. A little hot. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely like hot, but I I like sweet too. This is cool looking stuff. And what did you say? Like trail mix almost yeah both are trail mix they're like crunchy oh yeah wait here a little asmr yeah yeah, yeah it's very nice <laughs> uh i'm gonna try okay here if you want you want to have some sure, yes, yes. Uh-huh. you washed your hands right uh-huh. oh yeah i didn't that's okay mm-hmm. mm. oh oh barbecue almost no mm-hmm. a little spicy mm-hmm. a little not too little, spicy on the back of the tongue yeah yeah point. but it, this is one has a little bit of sugar in it so it does come a little sweeter this like looks like a little cornflake little cornflakes um there's also like some some i think cashews in here yep um and uh there, there's there's also uh like raisins so they give all another piece of like a dried raisin you know a little chewy little sweet sweet and chewy sweet i like the flavor mm-hmm. it's it's addictive it is i can mm-hmm. see just yeah you knock like a couple of cold ones or whatever i was about to say i should have brought some beer in uh, well, you know, I prison. <laughs> well, I, 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 the, the HR director would probably yell right. at me. So but you, you get to be the HR director yeah. sometimes. So you, a lot of hats. Yeah. Okay, so that was the sort of spicier one. No, actually, this is a sweeter one. I oh, really? So this is the spicier yes. one? No, this looks like a little bit. It's slightly different. Like those things are. It's I like think that's Chex mix sip. almost. Yep. Yep. Well, that's tasty. Yum. Yum. Mmm. Man, the flavors of Indian mm. food are so good. I actually like the second one better, frankly. I think the first one was the spicy one, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, you may be right. They're both really good. Mm-hmm. A little saltier, this one. Man. I like, and you buy this, what, by the bag? Yeah, by the bag. In this place, so you can buy It's just a plain plastic bag. It, it doesn't is. have like a, a you no. know a potato chip logo on I, it or anything. I, and I kind of wish they did, so I could be a little more accurate as to what's in it. <laughs> what the called. heck is in it? Um, 
So I, I guess this place makes it. Um, they they make this stuff, in, you know, at their location. Yep. But you can buy these things like at Wegmans. You can buy uh, sure commercial of versions of these as well. I I dig it. Indian food is good. Mm -hmm. And there's, as far as I know, there's not an Indian restaurant in Honesdale. There's not an Indian one in Honesdale. The closest ones um, uh, are really in the, the Scranton. I think there's I think there's a brand new one in Dunmore. I literally just got okay. on the line. And like this morning. you said, there's 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 there are Indian families living. There are, in, yeah, there's a large Indian population. Um, who uh, knew in the in the area? Okay, so let's do the samosas. Now, are these all the same on the inside? These are all the same. Okay, yes. and then the, we we got some dipping sauces here. Looks yeah, like. yeah. So this green one uh, is a little more spicy, and then the uh, the, the orange amber uh, one is a uh, a little more. Take the lids um, off here. Nice. A little more sweet. So much flavor. Mm -hmm. This stuff just so just piles of flavor here. I really like Indian food. Thank you for bringing this in. You're welcome. This is good. So what do we tear it apart or what? I'm gonna. Yeah, you can tear it apart. Yeah, there's no real. I think a tr you know, exact Ooh, way to eat look. it. I think you did it right. Actually. So there's some potato in here. Yep. yep. There's like some greens almost. It yeah. looks like. Let's get a little detail shot here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's pour just some of the sauce yeah the sauce. Here. Sure. Sounds like, I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna pour some right uh, in yeah, this. Yeah. Man, yeah, the green, wow, the colors, the flavors, the te so, and these are deep fried, which to me, you're mm. like, ah, mmm, 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 very good, paper towel, yeah, paper, yeah paper let's towel. not get vegetarian and healthy confused, <laughs> um, yeah, you yeah. know what, you're so right, <laughs> vegetarian and healthy are two very different things, mmm, yeah, so it's like, it's, what, what do we say, deep fried hot pocket, kind of, yes, well, or more like a pasty, it's almost, the, 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 the Cruster the, uh, the is almost more like a pastry crust, like a pie crust um, or something. Yeah, like yeah. A pie crust. Yum. With with this um, very spicy, uh, very tasty filling. So, so if you ever go to an Indian restaurant and you want an appetizer, this is usually a very good introductory appetizer. It's sort of a safe bet, right? Yeah. Most people are not going to go. I don't like this. Right. No. They're, this is. You know, it's this hard is, not to like weird. this. You know. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna like it. Mm. I I really don't come across a lot of people who, when they have Indian food, don't like it. No, it's very good. You know, they may be a little, you know, apprehensive about it at first. It doesn't always look the best because mm -hmm. it can be it can be like just a thing of like a sort of a sloppy sauce thing. Yep, yep. But the taste is phenomenal. So here's the thing: when I was a kid, yeah, I hated Indian food. Okay. My parents, would, my mom, well, my my mom knew how to make it right you know, from learning from my dad and yep. from the family. And up until really until college, you know, we would, they would make chicken curry and various types of curries. Yep. I didn't like one bit of it, and then my I guess my taste buds matured. Uh huh. And when in college, you, you know, go to a couple of Indian restaurants that Penn State had. Actually, not even college. It was really when I was in the military. Um, uh, and uh, started to appreciate it and develop a taste for it. And now I go home, and my parents don't want to cook Indian food. I'm <laughs> like, like, come hey, on, yeah, make yeah, the, like, well, hey, you make want a hot dog? I don't want a hot dog. My guest, <laughs> wait, I gotta come back over here. Here we go. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, this, we'll do that. My guest, Ashok Devecha, is the business manager here at Bold Gold Media Group. How, Ashok, how long? You've been here since day one of Bold Gold? No, no. So I've been here since, since day three. Oh, um, I see. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I, I joined the company and I got an active duty service in uh, October, the end of October of 2006. So okay. I started November 1st, 2006. Wow. Wow. Right from the yeah. frying pan into yeah. the yeah. Company was radio the, station. The, the, the radio stations were acquired and started uh, in August of 2005. Got it. Okay. And uh, Ashok spent seven years active duty military, still with the Air Force Reserves, 13, so 20 years with the Air Force in yep. one way or another. Yep. Uh, currently a major in the U.S. Air Force and uh, my guest here on Taste Test Thursday. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about fireworks because I want to talk about yeah, fireworks. Absolutely. And yeah. I brought, I brought some, you brought Indian food. Mm -hmm. I brought some very distinctly American food in. Good. 
to celebrate, you know, it's the 4th of July, right? we got to do that. So we'll take a break. We'll come right back with my guest Ashok on Taste Test Thursday here on 95.3 DNH. If you've been waiting and wanting to get a boat, First Class Marina has your best deal of the summer during the model year-end clearance going on now. Check out the sales and selection on Crown Line, Lund, Mercury Outboards, and Harris Float Boats. The choice is yours, and so are the deals. Get the boat you've always wanted for fishing, floating, cruising, water skiing, wakeboarding, and tubing too. First Class Marina is making way for the 2020s. Take advantage of the model year-end clearance with deals you can't pass up. And ask about affordable financing packages too. First Class, a full-service marina on the water at Lake Wallenpaulpack. 570-226-6276. Family-owned and operated with sales, service, storage, and a fully stocked ship store. Route 507 Tafton at Lake Wallenpaulpack. Check out the First Class deals right now during the model year-end clearance at First Class Marina. Call 570-226-6276. Better yet, stop by and hit the water with the best deal on a new boat from First Class Marina. Bold Florist Garden Center and Gift Shop in Honesdale welcomes you for every occasion and every season with flowers, plants, and gifts that are sure to please. Wow, I can't believe the huge selection of annuals, perennials, shrubs, and vegetables and herbs at Bold's. This is really the biggest selection anywhere. We work hard to bring you the hardiest plants that can survive and flourish in Northeastern PA. We pride ourselves on hard-to-find plants. In fact, that's our specialty. If you haven't been able to find it anywhere else, come on in. We'll probably have it. Bolds for graduations, birthdays, anniversaries, and hostess gifts for summer parties. And be sure to treat yourself to something nice, too. They have plenty of ideas for gift-giving and to put on your own wish list. Come see for yourself. There's so much to choose from. And all price ranges, too. Bold Florist Garden Center and Gift Shop, Route 6, Honesdale. Be unique. Be bold. At Bold's. If I could save all the animals, I would. Bev Simons here with the Honesdale National Bank, member FDIC. We may not be able to save them all by ourselves, but together we can make a difference. Billy's Family Fun Day will benefit Billy's New Hope Barn, a shelter dedicated to housing, protecting, and giving compassionate care to abused, neglected, or abandoned farm animals. It's from noon to 5 on Sunday, July 14th at the farm on Schoolhouse Road in Honesdale. Activities include games, crafts, refreshments, music, barn tours, raffles, face painting, and more. For more information, visit the community calendar on our website, hnbbank.bank. So let's come together on July 14th to help Billy's New Hope Barn save the animals we wish we could. If you or someone you know is in a domestic or sexual violence situation, help is available. Victims Intervention Program services all of Wayne and Pike counties. Call 1-800-698-4847. All services are free and confidential, including legal representation. Make the best choice for you, gain confidence, and move forward. Everyone deserves to feel safe. In Wayne and Pike counties, call Victims Intervention Program at one 800 698 Weather. Right, we're looking for partly sunny skies today, just a slight chance for a shower. High temperatures hit the mid to upper 80s this afternoon, then mid-60s overnight tonight with cloudy skies. Mostly cloudy for Friday, chance for showers and thunderstorms, highs in the lower 80s. Saturday, showers and thunderstorms are likely with highs in the lower 80s. 
Sunday, partly sunny, chance for a shower or thunderstorm, and we'll reach about 80 degrees on the top end. Outside our studios right now, we're at 72 degrees. I'm Adam Owens. How are we doing? You guys make me smile. The home of nonstop music. I can't believe this. The music's here. 95.3 DNH. All right, we're back on Taste Test Thursday here on this Thursday, July the 4th. Happy Independence Day, America. My guest this morning on Taste Test Thursday is Ashok Devecha. Ashok is the business manager here at Bold Gold Media. He's been working here since, what did you say, 2006? Seven. 2007. Uh, and uh, Ashok is... Uh, Seven years active duty U.S. Air Force and 13 years now in the reserves as a major with the U.S. Air Force. Two months out of the year, you're stationed in Stuttgart? Stuttgart, Germany, yeah. Stuttgart, How's the food in Stuttgart? Great. German food. It's awesome. German food like yeah. spatzel and, and pancakes spatzel and things. and, and uh, schnitzels yep. and uh, you know, the various sausages and things like that. Nice. Now, do, is it like do you live on a base or is it you have like an apartment in the city? How does that work? I actually stay. I, it's a hotel. So uh, Really? I can stay on base if the building, the, the lodging is available. Uh-huh. But typically, it's not because I'm there for such a long time. Right. I have two months. So I'm usually off offsite, uh, not too far away from from the base. Actually, within walking distance. Cool, very cool. Um, so Ashok, I brought something for to share with you a very very American food. But we're gonna get to that in a second. I want to talk about fireworks first, though. So there are a few sets of fireworks around the Honesdale area every year. Yep. Um, one set gets shot off over Irving Cliff, uh, over Honesdale Central Park. Yep. Uh, and one set gets shot off over Lake Wall and Pawpack. Yep. Uh, huge, beautiful, man-made lake, by the way. Yes, Wall it is. Pawpack, yep. man-made lake. Um. And you, at the radio station, we get pretty involved in both of those sets of fireworks. We tend to provide the the background music for the fireworks. We do the countdown we and do the, the, back, ca- yep, the yes, countdown. Right. So now, how how do you, how do you how do you get involved in these? Uh, once again, a roped in is usually no. <laughs> no so this actually isn't a roped in. Roped this is in a lot the Ashok Devecha yeah. story. That's your biography. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's actually I have a tattoo. On my, <laughs> uh, I won't tell you where it is. Um, uh, and, I, and I'm not. This is actually You're a funny a, guy, uh, Ashok. Uh, you know that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> So, so, so for, for both of them, you know, our job when we go there is really to help coordinate, uh, you know, the, the sound over the radio with the, the countdown uh, and then the music playing, really the lead up to it. So we try and do some, uh, some you know, kind of patriotic type of stuff. We, we read the Declaration of the Independence o- over the air. Uh, well, we're, you know, certainly in the Honesdale, uh, the Honesdale fireworks that we did, just did Monday. Uh, you know, you know, we're 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 brought. We can broadcast live from the that pavilion uh, uh, or stage uh, in the park, and we're playing the. You know, we're having someone sing the national anthem. There's some other things that we're talking about that lead up to the countdown, uh, and then really the 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 you know the, the the intent of it is for people to listen on the radio, see these beautiful fireworks coming mm-hmm. off of Irving Cliff, and, and then have this music that kind of essentially corresponds. To, to what they're seeing now, it's not synced up to the uh, right. It's not second that by would be, second. That would, that would be impossible for us. But I, so I'm up there with the fireworks guy, going, "All right, you know, are you guys ready? You know, you know, we're, you know, it's yeah, okay. The, the it's it's appropriately dark enough, which around you know this time of year is about nine thirty. Yep. Uh, and and then you know I'm coordinating with the guys on the ground and the guys in the studio, uh, to say, okay, they're ready. Are we ready? We're ready. Yes, they're ready. Okay. Uh, you know, look, we're a couple minutes out, and then at some point, hey, five, four, three, looking at them, have the radio on, they can hear it, so that they can hear the countdown and either hit the button or go take their uh, uh, their, you know, they can sometimes light fuses. This is this is so going to be a little bit of a stretch here, mm-hmm. but this kind of sounds to me a little bit like Air Battle Manager. 
a little bit. There's core, obviously there's some huge differences, it's, but it's, well, it is command and control. Yeah. I mean, it's just coordination of yeah. something. People do it all the time in all kinds of businesses. You're right. Yeah. And yeah, I, am, am I way off base? Is no, it, not at all. It's, it's kind of, yeah. Okay, so so then so you're up there on Irving Cliff watching these things get shot yeah. off from like yeah. ground zero. Is, yes. it, is it how is it loud as hell? Like what's the deal? Well, I'm I'm a, I'm. Uh, you step back a little yeah, bit, the, right? The, the yeah. fireworks guy's like, you can't just go you stand just, with us. You sure, you can't stand over the fireworks. I'm thinking, you know what? These things are, you know, yeah, you know, I'm going to go over there. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, so, so it's funny. I tell people the first couple times is really, really neat because you get to see a, a from a perspective that most people don't get to see, and you right. get to see these professionals. These guys are, you know, squared away. I mean, there's explosives. This is yeah. what these things are. They're licensed for this stuff. Yeah, they're licensed, federally licensed for this. Um, so it's it's cool to watch them the first couple of times. Um, but at some point you realize my neck hurts because I can't, why does my neck hurt all the time after these? And that's right. I'm looking directly up Straight at up, yeah. as opposed to, um, being able to see it from a, a bit of an offset. Yep. So, um, but it's a very unique experience uh, yep. to get to do it. Uh, so it's cool. Very cool. And then third, so Thursday night we'll shoot the fireworks. Wait, tonight yes, we'll tonight. shoot the fireworks up uh, uh, over Lake Wall and Paw Pack yep. and our sister station classic. It's one Oh five three will be involved. Now, typically now tonight you won't be there yourself, but, yes. uh, our president Vince will be there. I believe he'll be there. Yeah. And same kind of thing, that coordination. Mm, yes. And you know what I gotta say again, Vince, good to have, good to have mm. a military person. there who's got yep. that sort of just that, that mindset of that coordination that yep. takes place. Mm. Um, so tonight the music is on classic. It's one Oh five three. I never like to tell people to change the station, but yeah, change the station tonight, tonight mm. from um, start, starting at about uh, 7.30 or so, we'll play some patriotic music over the air at 105.3. Then when the fireworks start, we will provide the soundtrack for the, for the fireworks. Yes, we will. Yeah. Yep. So cool. So very cool. Okay, so Ashok, we're, we're almost out of time. But before we go, I got, I got something to bring in to share with you. Oh, boy. Now, you brought in some real Indian food was great. Thank you. Good call. Uh, you're welcome. Really good call. Love Indian food. The flavors are great. There's not a place around here. I mean, I think there's a place in like Middletown, New York, if you go the other way through Sullivan yeah, County yeah. into Orange County. Yep. But in Scranton, you say there's... Yeah, like, not there's too far away. In Scranton, probably 45 minutes away would be close. Good well. handful of Indian spots. Yeah. So I brought something distinctly American. Okay, so here, once again, we'll do this. Okay, so I'm going to start pe putting the pieces out. I'm going to see if you can figure out what I'm... Okay, so right, we got... Okay, cutting board. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sushi. We're having sushi. No, we're not having sushi. Dang okay. it. Bread. Okay, we got some bread, right? Okay. Bread we, sushi. Yeah. Uh, almost. Oh. Peanut butter. Okay. Okay. Okay, last ingredient. Guesses? Uh, sushi. Okay. <laughs> Jelly. Oh, falaf. Would you look at that? I've never, you know, I've never had this before. You're kidding. I am a traditional peanut butter and jelly guy. You've never had a fluffernutter. <clears throat> I've not never had a fluffernutter. Uh, no. Dude. Now, I think, I don't know if this is a New England thing. I grew up in New England, so I don't know if, it, if the fluffernutter is, is specifically New England or if, you know what we're going to do? We're gonna, we'll just split one because I okay. figure, you, know, you yeah. want a whole one for yourself? No, I'm good. We'll I'm split okay. one. All right. But we have to, once we start eating these, we have to talk into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, you, right? yeah. Yeah, peanut so, butter and speaking, uh, <laughs> I'm not a broadcast professional like you are. But uh, uh, professionally using that term pretty loosely. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll start with the peanut butter. This is a uh, honey flavored peanut butter. Ooh, I thought that would be a nice uh, touch, right? Okay. So and it's I did creamy. Now I like okay. chunky. I just honestly I couldn't find chunky. I'm a chunky guy myself. All right, well we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll just pretend mm. for radio's sake tonight. Um, okay. So we're gonna do creamy peanut butter on one side. Now some people will also put jelly on their fluffernutter, hmm. which is pretty good. That's or maybe just slices of banana. It's like a bit ostentatious. Yeah. Exactly. Like you're yeah. already going a little mm -hmm. above and beyond with yeah. marshmallow fluff. Like I really just wanted to use the word ostentatious. It's a good word. O S T E N. I don't know. Okay. So there's our peanut butter on one side. Oh, we gotta hang on a second. Photo document this here. Hang on for the for the social media. Do it for the gram. Show in the background. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Good one. Okay. So, okay. So now the fluff. Now what marshmallow, like, I don't know that this stuff is even real. Like, what is this? Corn syrup, sugar, egg white, and vanilla. Wow. One, two, three, four ingredients. But it's uh, it's vegetarian. So that's good. We're both, it, these both were vegetarian uh, 
uh, it is. Oh, it's not vegan. It's not egg, vegan. Egg no. white is right. Oh, uh, all right. Well, oops. Okay, so marshmallow fluff. Like the jar. Feel how light the jar is. Yeah. You would expect that to be heavy, but it's all air. Well, air, it's I got guess. the word fluff in it. So. Right. Yeah. Right. It naturally. Oh, this stuff is. Oh, this stuff is sticky. Okay. All right. We got the. Now there are some like recipes you can make using fluff. I don't know. Like mm -hmm. you can make a. There's a fudge recipe on the okay. back. I've never had it, but this stuff is like. Yeah, that's interesting. Otherworldly. So, so we were talking earlier about how uh, you know the engineers typically aren't very crazy about. Uh, uh, radio station engineers about about people bringing food into uh, uh, th these rooms where we yes. have all this equipment. And I think this may actually be why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna keep this well away from the mixing board. Yes. Uh, but okay, uh, oof, this stuff is really yeah. sticky, man. You can also caulk your tub with this stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can use this to fix your house pretty easily. You can fix a leaking radiator with this. Okay. So one goes on to the other. Okay. Um, and just like that. Okay. Here we'll cut her in half. All right. You've never had a fluffer. I've never had a fluffer. I'm a tribe child. All right, dude. Well, this is, this is, sorry, I didn't mean to call you dude right there. We'll just, sorry. It's okay. Okay. One, two, business manager, you got to be careful. Okay. So we each have a half. Here, right. let's, here, let's do this. Let's a little toast with a little ding. Okay. Oh, I just shut my phone off. Oh, <laughs> Wrong button. Oh. One more time. Ding. Okay. And there we go. Ready? Oh, mm. it's so soft. Hmm. What do you think? Good. Reminds me of almost like a Easter kind of candy. Uh-huh. Or a Christmas. Yeah. It's good. It is. Very good. Mm. Crunchy peanut butter would be good. I agree. To add that crunch, texture. Texture. Mm -hmm. This is very soft. Mm -hmm. There's a whole wheat bread mm -hmm. and just a... But this is... I mean, mm -hmm. some people put jelly on. Some people put mm -hmm. banana. I found out... I like the simplicity. Banana would be good. I think banana, banana would, would also be good. Be good. Yeah. But sometimes simple is better. More I agree. Is, less is more. Now, fluff, I found out, responds to heat the same way traditional marshmallows do. It browns. Okay. So if you were mm -hmm. to put the fluff on the bread mm -hmm. and put that under your broiler, mm -hmm. it would turn toasty brown. Okay. If you put this on top of an ice cream sundae mm -hmm. and you have one of those torches mm -hmm. to do the mm -hmm. creme brulee, mm -hmm. same thing. You can toast the marshmallow up with it. And we're not going to start a fire in the studio. No, today. yeah, let's not do that either. No, we're not going to do that. Um... I'm pretty sure those insurance things uh, you know, put the put the business manager hat back. Yeah, on. the business manager would not be so happy about that. Well, Ashok, so you, you you're sold on the fluffer nutter. This is delicious. All right, good, 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 good. Um, I sorry, I hate to say it here, my friend, but we are out of time. Oh man, this was fun, Ashok. I, I know you got roped into this. I want to first of all thank you for being up to the challenge, but I want to say you did great. That was a lot of fun. Well, thank you. It was great to have you in. Learn a little more about you, a little more about the radio station, a little more about the Air Force. Again, thank you to your service, to all of our armed forces. Thank you to your service. And like you said, to anybody who runs toward the danger, Yep. thank you. Mm -hmm. Cops, EMTs, firefighters, you know, emergency services, personnel of all types and shapes and colors and sizes. Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah. Well, you know, happy uh, Independence Day. I want to wish everybody that. And uh, God bless America. Amen, brother. All right. Uh, make sure you tune in tonight for music for the fireworks on Classic Hits 105.3. That music is sponsored on Classic Hits by Milford Chrysler Sales tonight. Big thanks to Milford Chrysler Sales for sponsoring the music on Classic Hits 105.3. Fireworks over Lake Wall and Paw Pack tonight. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Stay safe out there, all right? We want just as many fingers and toes attached to our listeners tomorrow as we have today. Don't mix alcohol and fireworks. Don't mix alcohol and driving, whether it's a car, a boat, or a motorcycle. Have a lot of fun, friends. Happy birthday, America. Stay safe, everybody, and save me a Fluffernutter sandwich. <laughs>